It's the Morning Jam Catch-Up with Janelle and Sam. And today we spoke to an absolute icon in Australia, Peter Coombe, ahead of his upcoming tour. And we spoke to a shark activist, uh, Amanda Elizabeth, uh, spruiking the Perth Pet Expo. And you had a brush with the law, Sam. Welcome to the Saturday show for all of Perth. Mix 94.5's Morning Jam. Now, Sam, and to all our listeners, if you were a child that grew up in the last three decades in Australia, there is an excellent chance that you will recognise this voice and song. That is, of course, the iconic Peter Coombe, and he is on the line to us right now. My sister is going to be so jealous. Good morning, Peter. Good morning to you. So exciting to speak to you. Now, you have a concert coming up. I do. In fact, I've got two concerts coming up uh, at the wonderful uh, Subiaco Art Centre, which I've performed at many times. It's a concert. It's simply called um, Peter Coon's Christmas Album Live in Concert. And what it is, it's, um, it's, uh, I'm going to do the entire album uh, with a choir, with a gorgeous, oh, wow. um, uh, with a gorgeous band. And uh, it, it, I've, become, I've come to know over the last 28 years that it's, even though my best-known songs are things like Newspaper Mama, Toffee Apple, Wash Your Face and Orange Juice, uh, <laughs> Spaghetti Bolognese, etc. But as a, an entire album, my most loved album is the Christmas album. Aww. So uh, my son came up with the idea late last year. He said, why don't, why don't you go on the road and do the entire album? So every song on Peter Kern's Christmas album will be in the show. So I'm looking forward to I've never been more enthusiastic about the tour than about this one. Well, it sounds fantastic. I, I get to ask... What what does Christmas mean to you? It's not just a chance to play your album, but yeah, what? It's how? really to to me, Christmas represents um, well, a couple of things. It represents a time of great hope and optimism. I think it's very hard mm. not to feel optimistic about the world at Christmas time. Um, it's also, I think, one of those wonderful. Even though it's a Christian festival, obviously it's a Christian festival. It's to me, it's the kind of thing you can enjoy. I think equally, but in different ways. Whether you're Christian, agnostic, or atheist, you can still enjoy Christmas, uh, and so it, it makes it a, lo- a lovely time of year to perform. Because yeah. I, I'm lucky enough to have, um, well, I'm saying lucky enough. I mean, no, no one else seems to have written uh, an original Christmas album. This is the only album I know of, of 100% original songs. So there's yes. no Rudolph. There's, there's no Silent Night. There's no Jingle Bells. There's no, there's no um, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, they're all, and but I've had the. The most extraordinary feedback on this album over since it came out in 1990, and it's been very touching. Uh, when, and when the album first came out, we, you know, no one quite knew what to expect, being an album of original Christmas songs. But it, to my amazement and great, great surprise, it went gold in in five weeks. So it's, it's been quite a quite a thrilling ride. Absolutely, and it's definitely a beloved album. Now, Peter, I have to ask you. Now, Toffee Apple, I believe, came out in 1987. Correct. So, 31 years later, are you now writing songs about acai smoothie bowls and kale salads and deactivated almonds? <laughs> I haven't written any songs about those kind of things. No. <laughs> but what, what I do when I write an album, I want every album to be different to the last one. Yes. Um, I, don't, I, I don't want to ever be form, formulaic and just think, oh, you know, I can exp- what to expect on each album. And I love stretching children and introducing them to all sorts of different. Uh, you know, musical concepts, lyrical concepts. Like, for example, the, the last album last year, I, 
I'd never, I'd never written a song about dinosaurs. I just never had. And, and so I, I wrote a very big song about dinosaurs. And also, I know that children are really interested in the planets, so I wrote a song about the planets as well. Um, but this but this Christmas album is, is the one I suppose has been, always been dear to my heart. And, so, and when my son suggested, why don't, he said, Dad, why don't you go on the road and do every single song yes. from the album? So I've got this gorgeous choir from Mercedes College in Perth. And uh, I've got a wonderful band of my keyboard player and I in the band, but also I've got three great Perth musicians as well. So um, I said, I, I, I'm enormously, I feel quite passionate about it. Sounds oh, amazing. It sounds amazing. Uh, if you are interested in going, Sunday the 25th of November, um, the Subiaco Arts Centre. So get tickets. Thank you so much, Peter, for talking to us and have a wonderful mm. Christmas. Oh, you too. Look, great, great talking to you too. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. It's the Morning Jam on Mix 94.5. Now, it's a big weekend for my kids this weekend. In fact, it's probably their favourite weekend of the year because it, it is the Perth Pet Expo, Sam. Yeah, they loved it. I remember they went last, last year We've as well. We've been every year. Every year. Every year. Fifth year now, I think. Fifth year. Maybe. And it's at Claremont. <laughs> it's at Claremont. It's all weekend and it is Obviously, the clues in the title, an expo for pets. And you can bring your own pets down there as long as they're on a lead. Anything ah. you have, as long as it's on a lead. And we welcome one of the very special speakers this weekend, Amanda Elizabeth, who is a marine biologist. You're really a marine biologist. It's a real job. It, it is, apparently. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you... I wanted to be when I was a kid, a marine biologist. And look at me now. <laughs> and you specialise in sharks. I do, yes. Tell us about that. So I went to uh, Murdoch University and did my undergrad there and I really wanted to focus on sharks. I just found them so intriguing and and so then I went to UWA and there I did my master's uh, on sharks and rays and specialised in electroreception and it's sort of grown from there. Wow. You specialised in electroreception. Is that, yes. That's a thing. That is a thing. So that's the, where the sharks, and I assume rays now, uh, sense things through electrical channels in their body or mucus channels that pick up. Ele- I didn't do, I was not a specialist. I'm making this up. <laughs> mucus no, channel? I, I believe so. But I, look, I've got the expert here. So let's... <laughs> no, you're on the right track. Yeah, uh, so good. sharks and rays are able to detect electric fields in the water. Uh-huh. And they have these small organs called uh, ampullae of Lorenzini and they're electroreceptive organs. And that enables them to pick up these tiny little electric fields and that helps them to predate and avoid predators and find other mating partners. Wow. I think my boyfriend's got that as well. <laughs> um, uh, I Pardon my ignorance, Amanda, but when I hear the words marine biologist, I automatically go to someone that is having a very special relationship with a whale. But I want to know what an actual, what, what does an average day look like for you? It's actually a lot of work on the computer. Uh, I wish there was just swimming with whales and dolphins and sharks, <laughs> yeah. me, to be honest. That's like a mermaid. Of, absolutely. That's what I signed up for. Uh, but, yeah, you, you do a lot of research. There's a lot of writing. You might go out in the field for two weeks and then you're writing a report for the next four months and, ah. and doing research. So, you know, you do get to go to some exciting places and see some beautiful places uh, in WA and around the world. But 
yeah, there is a lot of hard slog and, and late nights in front of the computer. Well, I'm pretty excited because for the Perth Pet Expo, we're expecting cats and dogs and budgerigars and the odd snake. But to get someone like you to speak uh, about sharks is going to be fascinating. My kids are going to love that. But are you a pet owner in general? I mean, do you have a pet shark? I should probably ask the obvious <laughs> question. I do not. I do oh, not have a good. pet shark. I have a pet dog. Oh, yeah. okay. Are you going to bring the pet dog along? Uh, I might do, yeah. Uh, so she's uh, she's quite sassy though, so I don't know how she'll get along with other dogs. <laughs> did you call her Jaws? I didn't, no. The next dog. Next, next, dog, next dog. Well, the Perth Pet Expo again is on this weekend at Claremont Showgrounds. You can get down there from 10 o'clock this morning. You can bring your pets. I'm taking my two down there and the kids. After this, it's such a fun day because I, I can't recommend it highly enough. If your kids love Pets, get down there. It's so much fun. And if you need any more information, www.perthpetexpo.com.au. Mix 94.5 Morning Jam. Sam, now you uh, dropped a doozy recently. Oh. Very recently you told me that you'd had a brush with the law. Oh, look, I have had a brush with the law. And look, I've got to say that generally in Perth when I have a brush with the law, the law is lovely. Uh, I've found the police, <laughs> the police, are they force That's or their new slogan now. The law is lovely, <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're really charming, and and you know, uh, uh, generally when I deal with any sort of police officer, it, it's smiles and it's it's a really positive interaction. Um, last night, however, not so much, oh. and it wasn't them. Look, uh, let me let me set the story for you. So I, uh, I had a show last night, uh, and I'm leaving Northbridge at ten o'clock at night. Okay, and on the way out of Northbridge, and I'm in the little golf, you know, uh, driving out of Northbridge, and they've closed off um, William, St- William Street, yeah, for an RBT. Really? That's yeah, inconvenient? it was really inconvenient, uh, but I just, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but in me, every time the RBT is there, I get a little bit nervous. Right. Like, you know that moment when you think you're going to be in trouble? You know you haven't done anything wrong, but you think you're going to be Absolutely. in trouble. Absolutely. Security at the airport. Yeah, security at the airport. I hate going through those machines. Am I carrying a boogie board? Yeah. No. <laughs> Even just walking through the, ex- the, yeah, yeah. the the metal detector. Hold your breath. Absolutely. Pat everything down. So I'm drive up to the to the RBT with that little bit of, except I know I haven't had a drink. Right, I haven't had a drink for 11 months. No. I've been, this is my sober year. Like I've just gone, yeah, no, I'm just going to take a year out. Haven't had a drink. Still a little bit nervous. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why. How long like, is that I, stuff in your Yeah, system? I had a kombucha this afternoon. So, uh, you know, uh, that's got trace elements of alcohol in it. Anyway, the, I wind down the window uh, and the officer, who was totally lovely, very friendly, says, oh, you mind blowing in this? Long, slow breath until I tell you to stop. <sighs> you know, a little bit longer than it should be. And then ping. And I'm thinking he's going to go, yeah, no worries. Drive on through. Yeah. And he goes, oh, all right. What? Yeah. Zero uh, 0.3. How? That's what I want to know. So at that point, he shows it to me and goes, had a drink, have you? And I'm like, no, I haven't. He goes, because at this point now, he thinks I'm lying. Of course. And he shows me the reader and he goes, it's all right. You're under the limit. I'm like, no, 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 no. But I haven't had a drink. He's like, it's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. Like, no, no, really, I haven't. Your machine must be broken. And now (laughs) I look like the maniac who's trying to get off. And he's like, hey, buddy, just calm down. All right. 
you're fine, move along. And I'm going, no, no, I think you, you probably need to recalibrate. Really, I haven't had a drink in 11 months. And at this point... <laughs> I need one. Yeah, at this point, his eyes are rolling back, telling, going like, this guy's a looper. Just why do I have to do this job? He's saying it in his head. I'm of course, assuming. of course, of course. And of course, he was lovely. And inside, I'm going, this is so incredibly unfair. What yeah. was? What did you have for dinner? Uh, what did I have for dinner? Coco Van? No, no, I had a soup, like a bean and bacon soup. I have, I've had literally no alcohol for eleven months, unless. But nothing in the food. I mean, no. I, I know alcohol gets cooked off, but no. it could it be that? No, and I'm worried Hoff for the syrup? person that did have one beer, then goes in and it blows over. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I maybe had a, a some gum before the show, but uh, anyway, very nearly broke the law. Oh well, just like uh, just like someone who has had one too many, or this very story, it'll all blow over. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. I love it. Hey, someone had to finish it. <laughs> Mix ninety four point five, Morning Jam.